Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Coach Steve and Pete. It's so good to see you, Pete. How are you doing? Doing great, Steve. And uh, yeah, hey, I heard that you're going to be a grandfather again. <laughs> yes, I am. There's nothing like being a grandfather. So yes, my 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 daughter Hannah, give her a shout out because she's the one who does all the editing yes. for our podcast. Hannah's our producer. Social media, all that. She's amazing. Hey, uh, but she's uh, yeah, she's expecting our second grandchild in a uh, in about two weeks. So we're all kind of anticipating. She lives in Texas, so we're we're anticipating flying out to Texas to see the new baby. Yeah. But what's interesting is that they've uh, they've decided not to know the sex of the baby. Ah, old school. That's the way it was when our kids were born. But absolutely, know. I don't. I, I don't think we've known the sex of any of the five kids that we had. <laughs> so yeah. It was always an adventure. But they just felt that they wanted to have a sense of anticipation. You know, let's be surprised. Let's find out what's going on. And so, I, and they've really kept it. I was gonna. I was waiting for them to kind of go. Oh, let's go find out. But no, they've been really good about this. So oh, wow, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Well, what are we going to do while Hannah's <laughs> – who's going to produce our show? <laughs> uh, we might have to record a few extra. Yeah. I'll, 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 maybe she can do it from the uh, – while she's delivering. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, in the delivery room between <laughs> contractions. Yes. Okay, just kidding, Hannah. All right. So, Pete, what's, uh, this, what's this week's uh, transformation tip? Okay, this week, Steve, the tip is you can't be disillusioned – unless you were believing an illusion to begin with. Wow. Okay. That sounds like, that sounds like something magical. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, or it's a slap in the face, like that <laughs> feeling of disillusionment you get, uh, you wouldn't experience that unless you were hanging your hopes and beliefs on an illusion. Mm. And so it's kind of a wake, a disillusionment can be like a wake up call and like, Oh, you know what? That wasn't really reality. What I was, what I was looking at. So yeah, you can't yeah. be disillusioned unless you were first believing the illusion to begin with. It's always good to get a healthy perspective, right? So, yes. And that's kind of where we want to go. We're in the series right now uh, over the last number of episodes on how to get unstuck. You know, those moments in life where you know there's more, but you can't seem to get there. And one of the things that I found, uh, and I don't know about you, Pete, is that disappointment can actually cause us to get stuck often say that disappointment is a missed appointment, okay, where you've had all your expectations, you hope on something, that there's this appointed uh, time that something good's about to happen and somehow it doesn't. Yeah, and all of it causes us to spiral. Simply disappointment is that feeling of unhappy because someone or something was not as good as you hoped or expected, right? And so when we feel unhappy because our hopes and expectations are unfulfilled, we experience a feeling of sadness. That's disappointment, okay? And that it's normal. But the question is, if we allow that disappointment to, to stay put, it's not healthy. So in this episode, we really want to begin to give you some tips of how to 
overcome or deal with your disappointments? There's kind of how we'd say four ways to deal with disappointment. So, so Pete, how are we going to start here? Okay, so the the key word that Steve just said was deal with mm. disappointment, okay? Which is not the same as ignoring it or burying it or hoping it'll go away. Or you might have heard the term uh, time heals all wounds. Not, okay? It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> time does not heal wounds. Time lets things fester. And yeah. we don't want, you don't want disappointment to fester. Yeah. Okay? In fact, that's the last, the worst thing you can do. You'll probably be brooding over it either actively or, or subconsciously. You might even have a sense of guilt over it. And that negative feelings that were associated with the event or with the disappointment is just going to keep coming back to that. And give it enough time, it's going to turn into anxiety, negative thinking, resentment. It's going to, it could chip away at your self-esteem. Okay. So you, you want to deal with it and not, not just let it sit there. I, I think what you just said there is so important because you're right. Time, people say time heals. It only heals if you deal with it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and if you don't deal with it, it takes root. And once it's rooted in, it's harder to pull out. That's why it's so important when you're facing disappointment to deal with it quickly. It, it may take some time. We sure. don't. I'm not trying to say you have to short circuit the process, but you you do have to face it. All right, it's an act. Mm -hmm. It's an active uh, uh, process that you're going to go through instead of just passively hoping it'll pass by and you'll forget about it. And and what we're hoping in this episode is help you understand that disappointment doesn't have to lead you on a negative journey. Actually, it can actually make you stronger and lead you on a positive trajectory to overcome disappointment and come to that place of success or breakthrough that you've been looking for, get unstuck, which is what we're talking about. So yeah. the first uh, way of dealing with disappointment is simply this. When you're feeling disappointed, let it out. Okay. Don't contain it. Don't try and, and, and get into a pity party or whatever it might be, or just simply tough it out. You need to feel it and you need to let it out. And so the best ways to do that is, to confide with family, if you if you have a have a close knit family or close friends, or even if if you don't have that, look for a therapist to be able to talk it out, work it out, get it out of your system. Early on in life, I I would just try to tough things out. So when I was disappointed, I pretend I I wasn't disappointed. Right, power you know? through it. Power, power through, through it. it. Right. Yeah. And, and I remember, um, I, I probably uh, this is in in the mid nineties. My wife and I we had a miscarriage. Uh, and it was it was very difficult, but I was trying very hard to pretend it wasn't difficult. Okay, and and I tried to tough it out. I wanted to be the strong husband, be the strong one, right, yeah. right, right, right. And uh, at the time, relate. I was uh, I was uh, in a in an executive leadership position in an NGO, and uh, but we were close knit uh, kind of group of colleagues. And I remember this one particular meeting we were in there, and and before we started the meeting. A couple of them just came up to me, and it was so funny because they put their arms around me and just said, "Steve, let it out." Mm. Okay, and I it was kind of weird because it touched something in my subconscious and it triggered, and all of a sudden I started bursting out in tears, and I just started letting all this emotion out that I had tried so unconvincingly tried to pretend that I was keeping in. Yeah, uh, but honestly, it was like this sense of a burden lifted. And emotionally, I felt like lighter. Yeah. And because when you keep, think about it, if you keep emotion, motion is energy. And if, if it's a negative energy and you contain it, all it's doing is damaging you on the inside. Yeah. And so you need to find 
creative ways to let it out. Yeah. So if you don't have some friends that can come over and hug you and tell you to let it out, there's some <laughs> other things you could do. Journaling can be really helpful for this. It can be very mm-hmm. cathartic. Is just write out your feelings. Um, you could even do a video journal, like just talk and <laughs> record yourself talking and then play it back so you can hear what you said you know, going for a long run, whatever. But really at the end of the day, what what we're talking about is lament. Okay. A lament or or grieving is another word for that. And um, here's the thing. The number one rule for grieving is there are no rules. Okay. (laughs) So, so you just do what you need to do for as long as you need to do it. And you might go through cycles and it might come back up again, but just process through it. The, The key is face it and work through it. Don't just try to bury it or sweep it under the carpet. It just, it doesn't work. I remember actually, um, I, I once had a helping someone deal with, I said, you finally need to find a creative way to deal with your disappointment and let your feelings out. And this individual actually, what she took, she took a rock. Okay. It was a light colored rock and she wrote on it with a Sharpie, all her disappointments in this rock. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when she was done, she said, that's my past. This is no part of my future. And she took the rock and she hurled it into a lake. Wow. Okay. And just watched it sink. And that in itself was very cathartic for her. She was able to get it out. It was creative. And then she threw it and said, this is no longer part of me. It was, it was, it was, it was very powerful. Yeah. If you're like hyper rational or hyper analytic and you hear stories like this and you like dismiss it and things, it's, it's silly. Try something like that. And you <laughs> will see firsthand that it really can be cathartic. So, so that's yeah. great. Usually, if you, if you can associate an action, yeah, with it, it it, it actually helps because it, you feel like you're doing something rather than it gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Another another so, word for that is you're memorializing mm-hmm. something. You're yeah. taking an action and, and attaching meaning to that, and and it's going to help you. It's a tool. It's a tool yeah. to help you get past. Absolutely. All right. Well, see the second way to get over or get through disappointment is to gain perspective, gain Mm -hmm. perspective. So when you get an outside perspective, maybe uh, from a friend or other people who can see things differently because they didn't have as much invested and their feelings aren't involved, you might pick up some clues that can help you see it differently and work through it. You might realize that your expectation, maybe they were unrealistic to begin with. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Hey, I, I had way higher unrealistic thoughts and expectations. I thought it was going to work out this way, but it didn't, I didn't see it at the time. Cause I was really emotionally attached to it. Now looking back, like I was setting myself up for failure yeah. that can really help. Yeah. Because I think sometimes the biggest mistake we see in situations is that my way is the only way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you mm-hmm. lock yourself in that kind of perspective, that means you're judge and jury about how it's going to be. Okay. That's why getting perspective, we, we, it's almost like we know in part and we can only see in part. Okay. And other people around us can see a much broader picture. It's almost like they can take us from the micro to the macro. And, and, and all of a sudden you find alternative ways to interpret what actually happened. And you realize, okay, uh, I, I don't have to be fixed in my perspective. I can have an openness for a bigger, a bigger view on that. So, yeah. how, how how do we deal with that, Pete? Well, so 
So again, coming back to, was your expectation realistic? That's a good question mm-hmm. to ask. Yeah. I think about the cartoon, you know, Charlie Brown with Lucy and, you know, he's going to kick the football. Oh, it yes. runs every fall in the strips. <laughs> and he goes, this year, she's not going to pull the football away from me. And every single time they have this little dialogue and there's some twist on it, but every single time she pulls the football away, flips, yeah. flies through the air, lands on his back. All right. Charlie Brown is not being realistic. He's being Mm -hmm. hopeful and optimistic, but the realistic is she is a toxic person (laughs) and, you know, him wishing her to be different, isn't going to make her different. And so he's got to face reality that way. And, um, I actually had in my own life, um, had a family member, uh, dealing with an addiction. I was like doing life with that person at the time. And I had unrealistic expectations. Like, you know, get more discipline, you know, the way I was thinking toward this person or, you know, you're not trying hard enough. And I was setting myself up for disappointment over and over and over again. And it was starting to make me cynical and really frustrated with this other person. And this is common, uh, with, with addiction issues. Good news is, um, uh, once I came to a realization, Hey, you know what? I need to expect less, not in a cynical way, not in a bitter way. It's just realistic, this person's got an issue. He needs to deal with it. And, you know, I hope for the best, but in the meantime, I've got to dial down my expectations, my interactions. Good news is totally kicked it and is doing oh, great so and good. has had a really fulfilling life and a great family. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great outcome. You know, uh, I, one of the things that you were saying that Pete, I was just thinking sometimes we set ourselves for disappointment because what we hope for somebody else is more than what they hope for themselves. Yes. Okay. Yes. We couldn't have to be like that. If, if you can hear that for as parents, uh, maybe there's a colleague that you really want to do well, but they're stuck and you, you're trying to save them when they don't necessarily want to be saved or ready to be saved. Yep. Okay. Sometimes we, we have false hope or uh, an unrealistic expectation as we we're talking about, because we're going to set the right expectations. If you've tried two or three times, you need to have a reality check. Okay. You know, because usually if you talk to someone, you say, Hey, we want this for you. They go, yeah, I want it for me too. And so you set them up and then they disappoint you. Okay. Then you go, okay, let's try again. But you have to realize that after two or three times, it's it's a sign to you that that person actually isn't invested or isn't in the right place to be able to 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 fulfill that expectation. Yeah. Yeah, And if you, if if you want it more than they do, that can lead to codependence as well. Um, you know, it starts becoming more about your needs. So, yeah. So look at, looking at expectations, another way to get perspective too is, um, if, and we talked about this before we talked about, you know, separating your desire from the object of your desire. This Mm -hmm. is a, a way to gain perspective, meaning your end goal. Like, so, so if you were disappointed, your end goal still may be valid. All right. It still might mm-hmm. be intact, but the route you took to get there was just the wrong router for, it might have not even been wrong. It just didn't work out. Okay. And so you, maybe it's just a different route, but it doesn't mean scrap your goals. Okay. Yep. So that's, that's another way to look at this and get a, a, a different perspective. No, your motives are right. Your, your outcome, what you wanted to see was right, but you're going to have to just try a different way to get there. And you know, that, that'll work, you know, get, mm-hmm. get some other ideas from other people. Now, have you ever heard the term "everything happens for a reason"? <laughs> I do. I, I I mostly agree with that, but that that's another perspective shift too. Steve is you can tell yourself, "Hey, 
you know, if you have a, glo- a real global or universal uh, view on things, you could say, hey, you know, must not have you know, must not have been in the cards or must not have been, you know, uh, in God's will or whatever. And and I needed to learn this lesson or, you know, down the th- that could have worked out but down the line and maybe it would have been a worse outcome. You know, we don't know. But you could tell yourself that like, hey, you know, everything happens for a reason and I'll learn from this. And and I think part of that is just that that saying itself is just a jolt actually to be able to just say, okay, there's a lesson here somewhere. I'm going to learn it at some point and I want to move on. You know, it's not a denial thing. So, but so yeah, so we're, we're, we're letting things out. We're getting perspective. The third thing I want to talk about is actually when you're disappointed, you need to recenter yourself. Okay. Cause uh, I often say disappointment can cause you to start self doubting yourself. You can start, feeling like it's my fault, it begins to undermine your own sense of confidence. And sometimes disappointment, if you don't deal with it, keeps setting you up with a fear of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay? yes. And so you almost almost create self-fulfilling prophecies because you adjust your behaviors, your mindsets to expect disappointment before actually taking the risk to go after the success. Yeah, you, you become overly cautious, uh, f- fear of trying new things. Well, I was hurt in the past. It didn't work. You know, um, I, you, you doubt your own judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the moment it begins to have a negative effect on your sense of value and your worth, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about identity. It begins to have a negative sense. So you no longer see the value of who you are, but you're starting to criticize yourself, judge yourself and so forth. That's when disappointment starts to define you. And that's when it's dangerous. Okay. Mm-hmm. The way I'd like to look at it is you need to not let disappointment define you, but refine you. Okay. Uh, where you can begin to realize that that disappointment just simply is reshaping you and making you a better person. It allows you to remind yourself uh, and celebrate who you are and rather than focus on what, what happened or what you're not. None of us have everything. None of us are perfect, okay, omnipotent, omniscient, <laughs> all that sort of stuff, okay? And so it's really important to realign yourself in the midst of disappointment, to remember who you are. And remember, the, if you like, we often talk about the greatness of what's inside of you, the resilience that you have, the fact that you've overcome things in the past, that the talent, the skills that manifest from you, and, and the things that have gone well for you. Okay. And so when you're really aligning yourself, it's almost like re-strengthening and embracing yourself again. I remember um, a number of months ago, I had a, a client and he came to me in an absolute state. He just said, my partners have let me down. I'm so disappointed because in a couple of days, we're supposed to sell our company to a multinational. Everything was in place, but my two partners have just fallen out with each other. They're not talking to each other. One hates the other. The other one's resenting the other one. And I'm in the middle and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no hope. Everything's going to fall through. It's like everything just caved in. And he was just in a state. This is where when we talk about he was letting it out, and then I wanted to give him a different perspective, but I had to then help him recenter and remind him who he was. And I just simply said, look, remember you're the one person who they both trust, each person trusts. Mm-hmm. And remember, you are brilliant, okay? You are great at relationships. You don't, you're focusing too much on the problem. 
remember what you have. You have a great company that's worth selling, and you have to remind them about the value that they add. And 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 then as we began to talk, you could see his demeanor change and this confidence come back and said, yeah, I can do this. Or oh, I yeah, I am the solution to this, and and I will do this. And we kind of scripted something for him to to help with each partner. Within 24 hours, both of the partners had kind of reconciled, worked themselves out, and they were able to sell the company two days later. And so part of that was not allowing disappointment to define the situation, but to recenter and get he was refined and he became the better person through it. And he actually, at the end of it, later on, when he starts working for this multinational, you can see the confidence that's coming through him because he was able to work through something like that. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Steve, that leads right into our fourth point in dealing with disappointment is to live in the now, okay? Mm -hmm. Live Live in the present. And one of the things you can tell yourself is the things in the past, disappointments in the past, they were events but they don't have to define who you are. That's right. Okay? They're, they're not your identity. They were events that happened and you're still here. <laughs> you know, they're stuck in the past. Those events they are in, in past history, but you're still here. You're still living in the now. And we want to get you more in touch and rooted in now. Okay. Yeah. Not, not anchored with this big, long rope to something that happened years ago. You know, yeah. you can cut well, that. Disappointment. You know, remember, it happened in the past. It, it was p- something previous. And so we can't allow that to hold us back in living in the present. Okay. And so what we've been doing in terms of these points of letting it out, getting perspective, recentering yourself, if you just apply all of those things, actually, you can then begin to get a perspective on the past and realize I can let it go and actually say, how has it grown me? How has it made me stronger? How have I become more wise? What insights have I gained from it? Okay, because if you've used it as a learning growing mechanism, then all of a sudden you can live in the now. You can say, okay, I can move from this point on and I'm in a place where I can let the past go and it won't define my future, but it's strengthened me for my future. Well, Steve, that sounds like a growth mindset that we just uh, did on our last episode mm-hmm. is, yeah, allowing those things to become learning experiences. And just, you know, give yourself permission to start over. Hey, yeah. you know what? I learned, you know, some really good life lessons there. And we, it's often been said you learn more from your failures than from your successes. Absolutely. And just let it go, you know, start over. And today is today, right? Mm-hmm. And th- this is this is all you have, actually. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the last thing I want to add here before we we close off is disappointment, as we talked with the growth mindset, because you see it as an opportunity to grow and it can make you stronger. The one last thing I want to say is the fact that you're disappointed means that you're actually passionate about something. Yeah. Let's celebrate the fact that you were passionate, that you were energized, that you had a vision, uh, that you were excited Okay, which means that it doesn't mean that that excitement and passion has gone. It just may simply be that 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 the expectation needs to be redefined. And so, be excited that you were alive about something. This isn't just a, a good idea that I was trying to do a new thing with, you know. <laughs> anyway. But it's actually a moment where you can actually celebrate the fact that you were passionate about something, and now take that passion, same passion, grow through your disappointment realize you're going to become stronger for it. And as a result, you're going to be able to 
kick disappointment in the face and say, I can move on and I'm going to be a better person through it. Yeah. And if you, if you see, uh, you know, cynics, literal other people that are cynics, like just looking at you and say, Oh, you know, just kind of mocking or looking down at you, like you're, you were just a dreamer or there's a voice in your own head saying the same thing. Well, those people are not people that are going to see results. They're just going to, they've, they've (laughs) given up. You have not given up. You're passionate and we want to re-spark that in you. Um, but yeah. go into it wiser and, yeah. and you're going to do great. Just remember, surround yourself with people who are going to give you hope and give you wisdom, not just keep you stuck in your disappointment. Okay. Yeah. Or remind yeah. you of that, you know, yeah. or keep, keep throwing it in your face. Yeah. Okay. Well, Steve, we had a great episode here, but what, uh, what would be a transformation application? Well, we've given you various tips in this episode about dealing with disappointment. So as we always say, maybe take one of them. If you're dealing with disappointment right now and you know you're very emotive about it, find a vehicle to let it out. Yep, let okay? it out. Whether you talk to someone or seek therapy or whatever, or whether you need to journal it, memorialize it, whatever it might be, do something that you can let the emotion out of it. Um, or, like I said, shift your perspective and ask people around the event of the disappointment, you know, don't let don't let the disappointment bring you shame. In fact, just walk in the opposite of that and just talk to people and just say, give me a perspective of what you think happened or what do you think I could learn from that situation? Because that perspective can shift you out. Okay. Great episode. Uh, we wish you well. Hey, and we just want to come back to another point as, as we close this off, just to remind you, get back in touch with your identity. Okay. You tried something you were hoping for something, you're out to make the world a better place. We want to get you right back there. You can do this and dust yourself off, whatever, you know, it didn't destroy you. It can make you stronger. It can make you stronger with the right perspective. We've given you these tools. Do it, do it. We need you. We need you to, to be your best. The world needs you to be your best. So Absolutely. don't, don't let these, uh, these sandbags or ball and chain of, of disappointment hold you back. Well, there's the right appointment waiting for you. So don't worry about the past missed appointments. Okay. There you go. All right. Take care, everybody. Pete, always a pleasure and a joy working with you. Have a great week, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday. So we hope you'll continue to tune in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the Insight Out. If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to SteveChuaIntl.com. Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.